You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you can join me. You know, we are in really weird circumstances that I've never felt in my life, being um, shut in my house in order to protect us from getting a virus. It's really strange. But hey, it is what it is. I, I'm living in beautiful La Quinta, California, and it's gorgeous. So I do manage to go outside and sit in the sunlight and just love it. We can make the best of anything and everything's going to turn out just fine. So just sit back and relax. And by the way, we have got a tremendous show for you because we have got law of attraction expert Christy Whitman with us, and she has the seven-day vice freedom challenge, and it is really terrific. We're going to sit back and learn a lot today, and oh boy, I've got so many questions to ask her. I'm really looking forward to this. So just relax, take in all this good advice, and feel the positive vibes that we're sending you, because I got to tell you, the law of attraction people the believers, the fans, boy, you know what? They're really changing the world right now. We just got to trust. It's all going to work out perfectly. And I'm so proud to be a part of that Law of Attraction family. So with that, let's take a fast commercial break. And we're going to be right back with Christy Whitman. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. 
heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. And I'm back. I just want to mention one thing. There's still going to be two Law of Attraction movies. So I just want you to stay tuned into Law of Attraction Radio Network. And we're going to be giving you information on how you can watch them. Also, please go to LOARadioNetwork.com and watch or, or go into the brand new store there because we've got a lot of exciting products and you also have access to the Money Attraction Hypnosis MP3 that's right there in the store. It's absolutely free. Just tune in and listen to it, and it will bring money to you because it's putting you in that attraction mindset. So go to LOARadioNetwork.com and go into our brand new store. You can't miss it. You'll see it. Well, welcome, Christy Whitman, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio again. I'm so glad to have you back. Thank you, Jules. I'm appreciating you having me back. And, and this is, we were just talking it just a second ago. This is really a weird time, but it's exciting. And we're finding our peace and happiness right now, regardless if we're stuck in the house or not. Yes. I mean, it really is a time to really appreciate what you do have. And the fact that we just going back to that, that old practice, uh, that basic practice of gratitude and how to get the law of attraction to bring you more of what you do appreciate when you're in your house. I mean, appreciate the fact you have a house when, you know, what you have in your, you're connected to the internet. You have ability to listen to something inspiring like your show you know, we have a ability to watch movies on TV or cuddle with those that we care about or, you know, take our dogs for a walk or, or do the things that just bring us joy. And it, it's really a matter of just slowing down and stopping the busyness and really returning back to ourselves and um, going back to exactly. basics. And you know what? It's really a choice. We can choose to be miserable or yes. we can choose to be happy. So, that's what's so wonderful, wonderful about Law of Attraction followers. They are recognizing that I really believe they're changing the world because the collective consciousness that all of your students have, all of the listeners have, you know, that's pretty big. That's it's a big huge. deal. And it's, it's going to really help the world to resolve its issue and attract what we want. Absolutely. You know, this is like universal law, right? Like, like law of attraction. It's a global thing and it's a global thing that all of us are experiencing. So just like law of attraction, it's a global law. It's a universal law. It affects every single person, whether we're woman or man or where we live or what we believe in or any of that, it's to bring us more of that vibration. And so just like this situation right now with, you know, everybody having to hunker down and being in a global universal thing, like you said, it's, we are given our own free will to choose, to choose how we're going to think, how we're going to feel, what we're going to say, what we're going to do. 
we have a choice in all of that. And whether, you know, what we, what we know to be true, right. As law of attraction practitioners is that when, what you think today will be your, your outcome tomorrow, it's like a hangover. What you drink today is going to <laughs> hang you over tomorrow. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> right? yeah, now you're really going to sit up and pay attention to your thoughts. <laughs> it's true. I mean, our thoughts of today bring us, there are manifestations of tomorrow. And so during this situation, as this is a universal situation for every single person, uh, you know, we all will have a unique and different experience of it based on how we choose to put our attention, our focus. Yeah, exactly. It's just not Pollyanna talk. This is the real thing, scientifically proven. So it's like, now's your chance to change your mindset about it. But, you know, I really want to talk about your seven-day vice freedom challenge because, you know... We could really use some of that right now. So right. tell tell us about that. Tell us what it is. Is it an online course or what is it exactly? Yeah, so I do have a seven-day, it's all online. All my, my entire business is online. And I work with myself and the council, as I was telling you before. I am I'm channeling, you know, I've been channeling in some way for a long period of time. All my books have been channeled through me. And when I started realizing that I've been doing energy work in, with clients for years, that was all channeled information because I would get direct information for that client. And now they just come in and I, my consciousness goes out. So it's like Christy has left the building. The council has, you know, has become present. And so the council and myself, um, we teach this class and we teach the seven day challenge. And really what it is, is that if someone has some type of vice that they are consistently using that they feel shame or guilt or badly about, or they beat themselves up about it, that right there is gonna, of course, continue to pull down their energy. But what do you do if it's someone like that eats a lot of sugar, or if they smoke, or if they're smoking weed, or if they're drinking too much, or you know, it doesn't matter what the vice is. We all use the vice as a tool because what's happening is we're not feeling good in the now, we're not feeling good inside of ourselves, so it could be, I'm just tired. I don't feel good. I'm tired. So I need that extra cup of coffee or that you know, energy drink or whatever it is. And then we go to look outside of ourselves to this thing to make us feel better. Mm. And when we're doing that, we are just delaying the vibrational, the inevitable vibrational you know, attraction that we're, we're having. Because if we're not feeling good, and we go and do something like, even if it's smoke a joint or drink a glass of wine, we might temporarily feel better, but the set point that we have is we're not feeling good. Right. And so the Vice Freedom Challenge is really about the only way there is to feel good is to connect with that source that's breathing us, that's beating our hearts, that's literally pulsating our blood, that is our source of energy, and to be able to connect with that source in order to whatever we're feeling, we're feeling lonely, if we're feeling shame or guilt, if, what, it doesn't matter if we're feeling like we're in our pain body. If we escape ourselves to go do that, we move further away from that source. But if we in the moment say, I'm tired 
and we allow ourselves to connect with that stream of well-being and the stream of vitality, and we get to, as our free will individual, get to choose the energy stream that we're connected to, we allow ourselves to get a jolt by being filled up by energy from source. And then we're actually solving the problem instead of masking the problem. Mm, yeah, masking the problem. So how do you get to that spot where before you uh, smoke weed or, or you take a drink or you eat something sweet, what do you, how do you center yourself to let go of that feeling? Because that feeling can be quite strong. Yes. And like I, I, I could talk about in the VICE program is that, you know, the consciousness is, if you think about it, let's just use cookies, for example. Um, somebody might be in the level of consciousness where they go and eat the whole box of cookies. And then after the fact, they're like, oh my God, I just ate the box of cookies. Yeah. So, right. It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my God. I ate that whole box of chocolate. How did that happen? Where did I go? Who was that? Was that me? You know, there, there's that level of consciousness, which is like kind of an ignorance consciousness where we just don't even realize that we're doing it. Right. Then the next level of consciousness is that we're having the awareness that we're wanting it and we're trying to talk ourselves out of it, but we go and get it anyways and gobble it all up. Right. right. At least we're having awareness before that. Right. So that's that next level of consciousness. The next level of consciousness is I am in the process. Like I have a choice right now, but I still feel powerless over this choice. So I'm going to gobble up the, you know, the chocolate or the cookies, right? So that's like the next level. It's like, you, you know that in this moment, I've got a choice. Then the next one is where you've got the choice and you're like, I'm choosing to feel better. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to drink water instead, or I'm going to meditate, or I'm going to you know, go for a walk or do something to get out of that. Or I'm going to sit with my thoughts and feel like, why am I needing to reach for this? How am I feeling? What's coming up for me? You're doing that level of understanding and having that awareness, that knowledge of yourself that's making you even have that thought. And then the next level is you don't even think about it. You don't even think about the cookies. And when, if you're feeling good and you decide to have a cookie, it's like, Ooh, I'm enjoying the cookie. So this is not about for having a cookie or never having coffee or a glass of wine again. It's when we're in that place of alignment, and we're feeling good and we're like, ooh, a cookie, you know, that, that sounds good right now. I'm going to have that for dessert or a cup, cup of coffee after dinner or, you know, a cup of coffee in the morning. That would feel good. It's not neediness. It's not, I'm feeling bad now. I feel, I'm like, I, I, I'm so tired. I won't be able to live without coffee or get through this moment or whatever. That's not being aligned. And so when we're in that place of understanding where is this need for this thing coming from? Do I feel aligned? Do I feel like, Ooh, this will be just a fun to gather with my friends and have a, a glass of wine or am I with myself and feeling horrible? And so I'm going to open up a glass of wine and you drink a couple of glasses or maybe even a bottle, right? That's where, when it becomes a tool to make you feel better, that's where it's a vice. And there's a lot of things that we can do internally because as we all know, any manifestation, whether it's a vice or a new car or whatever it is, it all is energy first before it actually becomes manifestation. So even if you're looking at this relationship with vices, everything negative energy will have us reaching outside of ourselves to make us feel better. But right. if in that moment, that's where the levels of the consciousness come up, if in that moment you just stop yourself 
and just say, okay, in this moment right here, right now, whether you have to put post-its up or, you know, just something to get that level of awareness in, so you're moving from that ignorance into the next level, into the next level, it's always about energy. And so every time you have that thought of going out and you connect with yourself and you feel that alignment with yourself, you feel that fulfillment with your co-creative partnership with your divine, and you feel like, you know what, in this moment, there's nothing missing, then you feel better. It, it's like what I talk about, because as you know, Jules, I talk about the seven essential laws, not just law of attraction. Right. And, it, and it's like, when you think about the law of sufficiency and abundance from a spectrum, right? Just to, as, as it relates to vices and even like what's going on right now, right? There's on one side of the spectrum, there's lack, lack, separateness, doom and gloom, you know, nothing ever works out for me. There's all this fear, worry, you know, you got all of that that stems from lack. The Course of Miracles says there's only two primary emotions, right? Is fear and love. Well, did you ever think to where does the fear come from? It just doesn't come. It comes from a perspective of lack, a programming of lack. And so that thought of lack leads to feeling something that, that, you know, emotion of lack leads to more thoughts and they activate each other, leaving us stuck in lack. Well, if we're in lack, we're in pain because we're not connected to who we really are. Right. The truth of who we are is not lack. It's program stuff. It's non-truth. And so when you look at it from the spectrum of lack to abundance, abundance is who we are. I mean, if you look at our nature, our, our, look at a, 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 a lawn of grass, you can't account the amount of blades that are in that lawn. Right. You go to the desert, you cannot count, go to the Sahara Desert, you cannot count all the grains of sand or go to the beach or the you know, ounces of water in the ocean. And then when you look at ourselves as a human being, you can't count, even if you tried, the amount of beats for your heart every single day. It's too many. Or the breaths that we take yeah. or the blood that's flowing through our bodies, the trillions of cells. I mean, nobody, most people can't even get their mind around trillions of cells <laughs> in our bodies. We are evidence of a greater abundance. Absolutely. But when our thoughts are in lack, then we feel bad because we're disconnected from the truth of who we are. And so back to that conversation of gratitude, because the tipping point, how do you get out of lack and into abundance? Because as you know, law of attraction is basically a boomerang. It's a mirror giving us back what we're sending out. So as we're on the spectrum of lack, we're sending out vibrations that are going to give us more evidence of lack. As we are on the side of abundance and we're believing in that and we're feeling like that and we're connected with that, we're going to get more evidence of abundance. So there's got to be a tipping point, right? The tipping point is satisfaction. If we can get ourselves just to that place of, oh, I'm satisfied with what, and that's what's going to help people survive right now is I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I don't have to worry about next week. I don't have to worry about next month. In this moment, I have breath. I have money. I have a roof over my head. I have all the things that I need. I have food. I have toilet paper, whatever it is. <laughs> I still don't get that toilet paper. Right? I don't think I'm sorry. I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme that says my intention for 2020 was not to wipe my butt with a coffee filter. <laughs> I'm the truth. This was not on my vision board for 2020. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I wish a listener who is, you know, worried about the toilet paper would send me an email because I just want to know why. Why? What am I missing here? <laughs> well, what the council says is that it's a way of control. So if someone feels it, any time anybody hoards anything, whether it's shoes mm. or purses or clothes or money or toilet paper, it's because they're wanting to feel they have control. And that control, that behavior of control is coming from fear. And where does the fear come? It comes from lack. <laughs> okay. I've heard of a lot of lack things, but just, I just, doesn't make sense with the toilet paper. I'm sorry. I There's too it. many other I things. I get it. I get it. I was like, did someone like, I mean, this whole thing was, I'm like, did someone, does someone know something I don't know? I mean, like, did they stop making it? Or I mean, like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. It's not, you know, it's so funny because it's not an intestinal flu anyway. It's the lungs. So it still doesn't even make sense. Oh, well, anyway, excuse me. Well, and that's, you know, that's the point, right? It's like when we're in fear and we're in lack, we have no logic. We have no, it's that's like so our emotions true. take over. You know, there, I saw something that was a meme that says in the year 2053, your grandchildren will be opening up the last roll of paper that you bought in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good golly. <laughs> so make it light of it. But you know, it's really coming to from a place of satisfaction. Even when you are in uncertain, what can you be satisfied with? What can you be grateful for? And it's really that whole spectrum that we're talking about. It's like it, when you start tipping into satisfaction, I'm okay, I'm fulfilled, I have what I need you know, then you don't feel like you're in this pain body and then you're not reaching for something to make you feel better. Oh, and, you know, let the vice be your, your co-creator in connection with their divine, because that's the only thing that ever fills us up anyway. So we're still looking at our reality instead of a divine universal yes. energy. We're still locked in in this 3D world. Yes. So yes. we got to snap ourselves out of it and look at the bigger picture and well, connect. You know, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, as I wrote in my book, Quantum Success, and this has been done, talked about this in quantum physics and, and uh, you know, science and things like that, who we know ourselves to be as an individual, whether you're a woman or a man, whether what you believe in, how many years you've lived, where you live, all the programming that we've had, that's only 4% of who we really are. I mean, the 96% the is the part of us that is beating our hearts, that's circulating our blood, that's having us breathe. We're not even doing any of that. Think yeah. about, we are the ones that put the food in our mouth and the rest of it takes care of, its, you know, takes care of itself through digestion. It's our life that does that. It's our life force that does that. And if we can start surrendering, we get so the, the bigness, we think the 100% of who we are is only that 4%. If we realize that there's something so much bigger than all of us and that it's bigger than this situation, then you know it, it's a very different perspective and with that we can co-create with that divine. And one thing I love that the council shares is that you know we're divinely designed to have health and well-being. Even if you are in a space of health and well-being and you are really healthy and your immune system's up, 
and your thoughts and your emotions and everything are in alignment, you're not in fear and worry, the virus could come and smack you in the face and you're going to fight off. Some of us are, have been, um, have been uh, in contact with it, but nothing's happened to us. You know, it's like, those are the people that are aligned and it's like, I know I'm healthy. And so for me, it's like, I'm able to release any type of fear because it's like, even if it gets, even if something's hit me in the face and worst case scenario, I got it, I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm going to fight it off. Exactly. And, and when you really think about it, if worst case scenario, I died, well, you know what? I'm going back to pure positive energy. So what's bad about that? Yeah. Yeah. You, it could have been your life's plan. Anyway, how do we know? We, we don't. Does the channel say anything about your life's purpose? Do you come in knowing when you're going to leave or what is the scoop on that? You want to ask them directly? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't like to speak for them. Let them. Speak. Uh, I love this. Question. Well, this is such a great show. I love it. <laughs> we are here. Well, thank you for being with me, and I am so delighted. Can you tell us when we are born, do we already have our life planned out as to when we're going to uh, go to this school, become this, and when our time is up on the planet? It is a not a simple yes or no answer. So we will dig deeper into, into this. We will say from, let's start from a big perspective, dear one, that you are all, each one of you are a extension. You are a plan of divine consciousness. And so the divine thought of you and wanted to individualize itself as you. And so that is why each one of you look very different, have different circumstances. You have all the connection to the divine, to God, just all that is, whatever, what you call it, infinite intelligence, the one, the creator, that mind, that divine mind wanted to experience a version of itself through individual consciousness. And so this is true for all of you. Now, where it comes into play with where the individual becomes a consciousness, you all have free will. The divine, this, as you know, this is an attraction-based universe. It is not a impose itself on you universe. So even as you are moving along in your life, the divine who is breathing you that has designed you to be successful and to be abundant and to be well and to have loving and supportive relationships with everything in your universe, whether it's the chair that you're sitting on or the earth that you live on or the man or the woman in your bed or your children or your animals, you're in relationship with everyone and everything and all of it needs to be or is designed to be cellularly and from a energetic perspective 
loving and supportive. This is the design. This is how all of you were designed energetically. And then you are designed individually. So another way of saying it is you all have the same makeup. You have two arms, two legs, one brain, one spinal cord, one heart. You're all designed the same way. And yet you, none of you have as humans tails or beaks or wings. If you are human, you have the basic stuff, digestion. All of you have the basic stuff. And then on top of it, you have your blue eyes or your green eyes or your brown eyes. And some of you are tall and some of you are shorter and some of you are different ethnicities and different parts of the world. This is where individualization came in to allow the divine to express itself and experience itself through each one of you. Now, from that perspective, mm -hmm. You're all given free will and choice. And with that free will and choice, what you each individually choose for yourself, it is like if you were going to take a long trip backpacking and when you started out, it was summer and you know that where you're going and where you're going to be traveling by that backpack, you're going to at some point run into winter. So you would plan it out and you would make sure to send yourself packages where you would probably start to need a coat or a new pair of boots or snacks along the way. So you would stop at different places and send along ahead, planning ahead, all that you would need for the journey. Now, it was like that when you came in, but instead of having actual food or clothes or these kind of things, there were like little spiritual light breadcrumbs and they are all being given to you at all times. When you think of yourself and how you were unconscious to, we, we, we like to say when you become conscious to your spiritual journey, because you're all on a spiritual journey always, but there's that moment when you become conscious. And so we use Christy as an example. 24 years ago, she was not feeling fulfilled, even though things were going right in her life. And she thought, is this all there is? And started questioning things, which made her more open, which made her more receptive. And again, the divine cannot oppose itself. So because she became open, the divine started giving her these spiritual breadcrumbs. And she then started taking them and then started learning and started liking what she was learning to learn then about law of attraction and the universal laws each time picking them up she's been given some spiritual breadcrumbs where she turned her back to or didn't choose to go that direction but all of it is free will and every time for those of you and those of your listeners that have been here have picked the spiritual breadcrumb and opened up, they opened up to a new reality. And with that new reality, there was a new divine connection, a new reality of well-being, a new reality of abundance and success, a new reality of different relationships, even a different relationship to life itself and the longevity of life itself. So to answer the question, is it 
you're going to go down, you're going to live 62 years, and then you're going to die. It is not planned out to that way. You're going to go down and you're going to make choices. And the choices that you make, whether you decide to align or decide to cut off, will determine your life experience, but also the longevity of your life experience. Because you think of it from what's happening on your planet right now. If someone decided today that they are going to awaken to their true spiritual power and align and get back in total well-being, even though maybe they were not well, they started to meditate and they started to watch their thoughts and started to process their energy of their emotions and started to heal their pain body. That takes them in a very different trajectory of their life and the longevity of their life would be very different than if they stayed in the muck and the mire of worry and fear and victim consciousness and disconnection. Do you see how it is really the divine in you wants to co-create? And the divine in you wants you to be happy and healthy until the day that you choose with your divine self, not an imposition. When you choose, it is time to go back to non-physical. Wow. That's very interesting. Very interesting. And I, I just kept on getting the thought in my head that we're the ones that really sabotage our own happiness we're doing it to ourselves. It's not a plan that we came in with. We are sabotaging ourselves by not feeling happy, by not feeling the love of the universe. We're, we're, we're responsible for ourselves. <laughs> Indeed you are, because we will tell you from our higher perspective is that each one of you are infinitely loved and each one of you are infinitely adored. And each one of you are infinitely provided for and supported. And it is those that might, you might take two totally different people and have the same experience. And one person forever will lament out this experience and let this experience imprint them in a way that says, life is hard and I'm not supported and I am not loved and I am not good enough and I am not worthy. And then you have the other person that says, wow, look what I learned from this. This is what I don't want. And now I understand the power that I do have to create what I want. Two exact same situations, but very different experiences and perceptions. And what we are here to tell all of you is that it is your free will of what you decide to perceive. Most of your perception, and we say this tongue-in-cheek as well, you can have parents that have the same children, two different children that are very different. And even though they are still having the same energy in the house and the same imprinting and the same perspective on, say, the topic of money, you could have one person, one child that comes out a victim to money and other that understands that they are powerful and that they are the creator of money. All of them on a different trajectory. It is all free will and choice. And when you take those little spiritual breadcrumbs, those lights that you have ingested and you allow yourself to be connected, understanding that wherever you are having the fears or the lack or the separation consciousness or any of that coming up, it is all to come up so it can be returned back to the 
darkness so you can know yourself as a powerful individual and creator that you really are. So that's basically what the Vice Freedom Challenge is all about because we're, we're learning from the spiritual aspect on how to expand instead of sabotaging ourselves. There's so much to learn from the tools that people use as a vice. And you can choose other vices, if you will, to ground to. Now, we understand from our perspective, we are not in a body unless we are able to channel through the one you call Christy. From a physical experience, having order and having consistency, having things in a pattern or a uh, hobby or habit is, is very safe for you all. And yet we are here to say the, the things that are pulling you out that are coming from a place of, I don't feel good about myself and have you reaching so that you're escaping yourself. This is where we are wanting you to understand you don't have to escape yourself because you, first of all, you can't. And second of all, your divine sitting there waiting for you to love yourself as it loves you. And when you can release those emotions and love yourself, you can certainly start choosing other things that help you feel grounded and secure, like meditation or drinking water or, or exercising or doing many of the variety of other things that help you feel grounded and aligned. Hmm. But again, we're still sabotaging ourselves and you're teaching us how we can experience less stress and how we can choose the correct habits. And we're going to kind of understand and mesh with that. Yes, dear ones, you have to understand that you are the energy masters of your own lives. And it is time for all of you to become more conscious of what that means because you are from a just a simplified aspect of who you are as an individual you are energy receivers and you are energy transmitters your physical body and all the trillions of cells that you have in your body all have receptor sites on it so i'm sure many of you especially during this time could go to a grocery store and all of a sudden feel a wave, if you're sensitive and aware of energy, feel a wave of fear. All of a sudden you might get in your car and feel sad or feel fear or worry. And you're thinking, that's not mine. Where did that come from? And it is because you are receiving energy in. And when you become deliberate, and every morning, connect with your divine self, who is always wanting to give a stream high vibrational energy to you, but you have to be the one that asks. When you're in the place of asking, I would like to feel rays of joy. And you allow those rays of joy to fill your body, to fill up all of the receptor sites in those trillions of cells that you have, and all of your cells plump up with this beautiful, juicy feeling of joy, then you are not in the place of having to pick up other people's fear because that higher level energy of joy, as an example, transmutes the lower level energies. So it seems like you could actually, if you do get the virus, you could actually heal yourself with your connection. To Absolutely. We don't really need all those special little pills or anything. We can, we do have the power to correct it ourselves 
we do this. When you scrape your knee, what happens to your body? Well, nothing. It's just the knee. But what, when the, you get a scrape, when you get a wound, the body itself heals itself. It right. creates a scab. And then after the scab is done healing the skin, it sloughs off. And then you have your skin. Sometimes there's a scar. Other times there is not. Right. The body is designed to correct itself. Your physical bodies are designed to be in well-being and to be able to, if you sneeze, to get rid of what's coming. If you had phlegm in your body, to get rid of that. And on the other side of it, you're back in well-being. It takes a lot of your energy, your effort, your mindset, your um, everything to be out of alignment with a body that is designed to be healthy and in well-being. We have told Christy, if someone came up at the virus and they had it, obviously, and came up and slapped her across the face, because of the fact that she is so healthy and she is so aligned, she wouldn't even notice that she got it. She might sniffle or sneeze a couple of times, and that is her body sloughing it off. Or if she did for whatever reason get it, which we don't see for her because she is very healthy, if she was to get it, she would have a couple of days laying on the couch, coughing or doing whatever the symptoms are that presented in her body. So it would be eradicate itself from her body and then she would be fine. It is those that are not in well-being. It is those that are in terror and fear and think that this is the end of the world, that the sky is falling. It is those that mire themselves in all the news and all the latest uh, victims and all the trends and they're obsessed about it and that are fearing it and pushing against it that are more receptive to getting it than those of you that meditate and think positive thoughts and are designing your futures now based on what you do want and what you want to receive out of this and what do want to experience and allowing this time give you the clarity of what you want to experience and of course vibrating in it so that the law of attraction and the universal laws can bring you what you're asking for being in alignment with your co-creator. Is it more powerful that a group of people with the same mindset and since that out energetically, is that more powerful enough to help stop the virus in its track? Or is that, is a group more powerful than a single person? Absolutely. It says in the Bible, and this is one of the spiritual truths, where two or more are gathered. Jesus Christ very much stood on the earth plane and in history. Jesus Christ was one of those people that embodied law of attraction. He was the first law of attraction teacher. And he was teaching about that. It is the seed, the, the faith of a mustard seed that creates what moves mountains. He was talking about how you can be around a leper and heal the leper and not get it if you are in well-being. It is the same teaching back then that we are talking about now. And it is so, you could have millions of people that are in negativity and 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 are in a place of doom and gloom, but have a certain percentage of the population that is in high vibrational thoughts and 
it, they would make a big difference in what would be happening because positivity and positive energy has a much higher vibration and transmutes the lower. So it is people like you that are making a difference on this planet now and more than ever because you are spreading the message of positivity and law of attraction and manifestation and your thoughts create your reality. And it was all those listeners that come together that together are rising the energy of the planet. We, we give example for you. Back in the fall, uh, there was a tornado, uh, sorry, a hurricane that was going up the coast of the, the East Coast. And it was predicted that it was gonna be one of the worst hurricanes. That's right. And it, yes. And there was a group of people that Christy does a healing circle with called the sacred circle of light and we commissioned her to do this and this is where we came through the first time and on one particular call there were three women and all three of them lived up the coast of of the of the east mm -hmm. and literally from florida to all the way up and they were all concerned because it was supposed to be coming and the prediction was mass destruction and a lot of deaths and so we said to them do you want to know how powerful you are? And they said, of course. And we said, what if we collectively moved the hurricane? They changed direction suddenly. And then there was not this destruction that people are predicting. And we guided them, the three of them, to move, to see this hurricane moving, going out into that Atlantic and not going up the coast. The very next morning, when these ladies woke up, the hurricane did a sudden turn, went out into the ocean, and there was not the destruction that they were anticipating. Oh my goodness. I remember that happening. I'm going, wow. That is the power where two or more are gathered. That is the power of having your prayer circles, not for the fear, because a lot of times when people pray, oh, please don't let this happen. Focus yeah. on what you do want. Focus on the vision that you do want. Focus on this wiping out quickly and that every single person gains what they need to during this time, because this is an auspicious time. The divine did not create this disease or this virus in order to have this happen. But we will say that it is light workers like yourself, like Christy, that have been bringing light and bringing awareness to this planet, that have been helping people shift, that as the light comes in, the darkness needs to be released. And it is all this mad fear that needs to come up to the surface to return to the wholeness so all of you and not all of you will, unfortunately. We wish we could put a magic wand in everybody's fear and everybody just could live skipping through a garden and, and be connected to their divine and know the power that they have to create and, and be able to know that they can create and, and have success in whatever they create and have everything they need, whether it be toilet paper or food or money or whatever, that they are manifestors. You are creators. This is, if you are living you and you are breathing, you are connected to a creator. And some of you will come out ahead and know more about yourselves and have beautiful outcomes, more millionaires, 
will be created now more than ever. And then there will be those that hold the toilet paper. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. That was so amazing. And it makes so much sense. I get it. Thank wow. Thank you. That is so terrific. And so I'm going to ask if we could bring Christy back. It was so nice meeting you. But so we can talk about her program so more people can take advantage of it. Absolutely, dear. One thing we want to say before we leave, and we thank you for the invitation coming in, is that you all are infinitely loved. And if oh. you could just have an understanding of how much from your multidimensionality, how supported and loved you are, you would not fret or worry a day ever of your earthly life experience. Be well. Thank you. <sighs> wow, that was great. <sighs> They're pretty awesome, aren't they? <laughs> they have a great sense of humor, too. They do. <laughs> I can't believe they brought up toilet paper. <laughs> they do. It's funny. Oh, my goodness. They were great. That was so informative, and it really gives us so much information to take this time and grasp it and, and not become victims of it. So I wanted you to come back because I think since you're doing this seven-day Vice Freedom Challenge with the, what do you call them again? The council. The council. With the council, I want you to explain uh, what's going to happen in this seven-day vice freedom? Because I think everybody should go to this. Well, you know, the, yes, I agree with you. I, I created a, um, a seven-day video that kind of lets people understand about um, the victim mentality and about the drama triangle and then why we choose vices based on that. So even to help everybody start there, um, it's great free from drama forward slash vice v-i-c-e okay and then that will take them in the seven day challenge so it's a challenge for them to just say okay you know what i'm i'm constantly using sugar or i'm, I'm constantly i drink this pack of soda a day or you know whatever they feel that they know in their minds is probably not the best thing for them or that they're doing too much of it so for example if they're wanting to drink coffee have a cup or two, not a pot, right? Yeah. So it's that over indulgence in something where they feel like they need that in order to just be okay. And that's the invitation. Um, so it's a challenge for them to be able to work with the energy first and then notice how they don't need that as much because they're feeling good centered. Wow. wow. So Again, where do they go to to get more information on this? Yeah, uh, so program break, breaking free from drama. Okay. Slash vice v i c e breaking, breaking free, free from drama. Forward slash vice. Okay, good. Um, so we're going to send everybody there, and they that's the place that has the videos. Yes. So they'll see seven videos that talk about how we do this drama, how we play okay. the victim, because whenever one of the things that we talk about in the vice freedom um, challenge is that when you're, whether it's money or a person, a vice, you're playing the victim. 
Right. Yeah. And so it's important to have that basis of understanding before you even go into the challenge so that you have that knowledge. And now is the perfect time to do this, right? So, so that you're not playing a victim of any circumstance, of any virus, and of any money, of anything that's going on, that you can see how we all do this. We're, we're triangulated to either play three roles in our lives. We either play the rescuer, the victim, or the persecutor. And when we can understand from an energetic level, what's pulling us to play that victim. If we feel like God, you know, even the language we say, if you're Jules, if you're like, oh, no matter what I do, I just can't seem to lose weight. Well, then now you're playing a victim to your weight or, you know, no matter how I try it, I can't just, I can't make money. I can't succeed. Well, now you're playing a victim to money and success instead of you understanding who you are as a powerful creator. We all have areas in our lives like, God, no matter what I do, I just can't seem to find a partner. You know, that's the places that we need to understand that we're not a victim. It's just an opportunity for us to see when we're not really using our, de our deliberate power, our de connection to the divine. Where are we letting that be an excuse? Where did we learn this victim behavior to this particular area? Because we might be like thrive money, but suck in relationships. Or me, we might be like awesome at our career, but you know, with our health and well-being, we we're just can't get it together. Right. And like the council said, I'm not sure what what they said exactly, but we're designed to have it all in all aspects of our lives. So. But we're the ones that stop ourselves because we're not fully engaging our mind and our heart and are getting centered on, we're, we're feeling all the other emotions that distract us from what we need to be doing. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So after you watch the videos, then you can sign up for the class with the... Yep. You watch, you just watch the videos and then you'll be taken to the challenge and you'll just watch the, go through the challenge with them. Wow. Yeah. That sounds so wonderful. And it's you know so what? This is this is something that everybody needs right now. I I mean the timing of this is amazing. And so it's really a blessing that you came on today. I'm so happy. But before you leave, I want to just mention um that we have got two law of attraction movies coming out in April. And it's like, okay, so the timing of it all is really miraculous. It is. And especially really with, we're on the, hopefully the tail end, end of this virus, but for two law of attraction movies and, and you and everything, Hey, right now is a miracle game changer. And there's no reason that's, I mean, I just see the whole world waking up. It's just like, oh my gosh. This yes. is such a cool time and we have to take advantage of it, but we have to know how. And that's why I'm going to recommend everybody. You have to go to see Christy, her seven day vice freedom challenge. My God, this is exactly what the universe is ordering here. I just love it. Yes. The timing is always perfect. It is always divine timing and it is always perfect. Oh, wonderful. Christy, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a fantastic show. Thank and uh, the message that you and what you channeled 
is just unbelievable and everybody's going to get so much out of it and you have just touched so many lives today thank you so much thank you for allowing me to be here and thank you for what you're doing it's nice to be a light worker with your planet right now when it needs it most yes it does thank you christy thank you so much for joining us we'll be back next week with another great show from law of attraction talk radio if you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.